Welcome back to another episode of the Rise Station podcast. I am your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider. And here at the Rise Station, I invite you to open your heart and mind to the possibility of transformation. Episodes are geared at elevating your mindset, improving your relationships, and providing you with practical wellness tips to improve your life. If this sounds good to you, then join me weekly every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time where I upload a new episode. That way you start your week off energized and ready to conquer life on life's terms. Please go ahead and share this podcast out to your friends and family so that they can grow and thrive with you. Today, Rise Tribe, we are discussing how to be more vulnerable with others. Before we get into today's content, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. For many of us, being vulnerable with someone is not comfortable at all is actually really scary. It takes a lot of trust in the other person to feel safe enough to take that risk of being vulnerable. You know, many of us, we have different versions of ourselves that we present to the world, right? So very few people are allowed to see our core authentic self. And when we're vulnerable, we're open up to people about our core selves, you know, our emotions, our dreams, our aspirations, our values, and things that are important to us. And being vulnerable comes with some sort of discomfort as it is allowing others to discover these areas. And it opens us up to their reactions, whether it be criticism, judgment, shame, guilt, and so much more. So there is a risk to being vulnerable. But being vulnerable in a relationship is necessary to showing up emotionally available, right? So when we're able to be vulnerable with our partner, we are able to see them, validate them, but also be seen, validated, inspired, empowered, and empathized with. And that deepens the connection of that relationships and deepens the bond. So the opposite is true when we're unable to be vulnerable, right? We are also unavailable emotionally in our relationships. Our connections and relationships remain surface level. And we are closed off and we don't allow anyone to penetrate our heart. So it's very superficial. No one really gets to know us well because we're so closed off. So when we don't take the risk of being vulnerable, 
we have a difficult time staying and showing up in long-term relationships because after a certain point, you know, after that first initial two to three months, now it's about like doing life with someone. And if you never allow your heart to open up and you're always closed off and you're not emotionally available, that relationship will fizzle out and it will become a unrequited love or a one-sided relationship where one person is doing all the emotional labor and the other person is very closed off. All right. So listen, as human beings, we all have that innate desire to connect with a partner who accepts us unconditionally and being vulnerable will allow you to enter into those relationships. Love is a risky business. Sometimes relationships we thought are going to lead us to marriage and long-term stability end up being severed abruptly. Dealing with rejection, abandonment, betrayal, and infidelity, just to name a few, can be heartbreaking and devastating for many of us. You know, I know people who get their heart broken once and vow never to be vulnerable again and spend years in superficial one-sided relationships because they can't get past their own healing. They don't want to look at the wounds. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to be vulnerable and allow anyone to do that again. Right? So we often want a quick fix to the healing process. We often want to distract our feelings distract ourselves from that healing process. So we get into the rebound relationships, right? As soon as one person breaks our heart, we go find someone else and distract ourselves. But we never really deal with that pain. We never really open our hearts back up again. So we're just repeating the cycle and the cycle. And people can go through these cycles for years before they actually start to open up, right? You will hear me say this over and over again. But Our environment reflects the relationship that we have with ourselves. So even if we jump into another relationship, if we haven't healed our hearts, if we haven't healed the pain of that initial heartbreak, we're just going to repeat those cycles. We're going to repeat the way we feel about ourselves and we're just going to project that on to the new partner, right? There are no shortcuts, There can be delays and postponements, but there are no shortcuts to healing. So after a breakup or an emotional charged event, it's important to do some self-reflection and give yourself time to feel your feelings and time to process them. So here are 10 tips on how you can start being more vulnerable today. Okay. Tip number one is be kind and compassionate to yourself. So again, every relationship that you have is a reflection of how you treat yourself. So if you want to have more fulfilling relationships, you have to develop one, one of forgiveness, one of compassion, one of kindness and love for yourself so that you can show up and show kindness, love and compassion to other people. Number two, release your pride and ego. You know, a lot of times we do the opposite of connection because we want to appear, you know, strong. We want to be desired. So we do 
things that are counterindicative of the goal that we want to meet. So if we want connection and we want really intimate, loving relationships, we cannot pretend that we don't like this person. We can't, you know, play games about, oh, do I call first? Is she going to think, is he going to think that I am too much coming on too strong? You know, part of being vulnerable is being authentic. So you want to show who you are. So if you are the type of person who likes a lot of contact, then starting a relationship where you're not showing you're invested or you're not giving a lot of contact because you think this person's going to think this, they know, but if you start off like that, that is the expectation and the boundaries that you're setting for that relationship. So if that person is not for you, then they're going to be confused because of the amount of contact that you're doing. So whatever you enjoy, do that. Okay. And it is a filtering out process for people who are not in alignment. So let go of the ego. You let go of, I don't want to appear like I am too invested, like no one desires me. You know, people want to know that you're interested in them. So if you're interested, say so. Again, honesty is the best policy. When we get into these game playing, the breadcrumbing and the stringing people along, that is going to attract a certain type of individual. One who is going to mirror the manipulative tactics. So if you want authentic, honest relationships, you have to be authentic and honest. If you want connection, you have to drop the ego and allow love and compassion to lead. Okay. Pride and ego is very selfish and very self-absorbed, right? And so if you're leading with your pride and your ego, you're going to repel people who want to connect and you're going to attract people who are stuck in their pride and ego. And then it's going to be like a piss and match to see who has more power, who's going to make the other one crumble. It's going to be a competition rather than collaboration. All right. So definitely want to drop the ego and pride, especially if you're looking for connection, right? Number three is do not compare yourself to others. So being vulnerable is just really getting in tuned with yourself, loving yourself wholly so that you can be very confident in your presentation to the world. So if you start comparing yourself to other people, then you're looking at someone else as a metric and it's not your authentic self. So really just focus on your journey. Just focus on your gifts, developing your strength. Be so in tune with yourself that you can just be as authentic as possible to other people. You don't even think about or desire what they have because you're so busy developing what you have. And when you develop what you have, right? you can allow other people to enter in that. We put on these guards to guard our hearts. We try to scope out the competition. But if you are of the mindset that your only competition is yourself, then you're going to relish in your uniqueness. You're going to relish in your gifts and you're going to want to share your authentic self to other people. If you're comparing yourself to others, and you feel inadequate, that it's going to lead you to want to shy away from and hide parts of yourself rather than being open and honest, like, hey, this is who I am. I love who I am. 
I am showing up my authentic self to allow you the opportunity to decide whether or not you vibe with this or you don't. Okay. So don't compare yourself to other people. Number four is let go of the need to be perfect. You know, no one is perfect. It's this false, you know, ideal that we have that we have to be perfect. We have to have this amount of money. We have to be this size, weigh this amount, be this tall, be who you are. And I think that when you are able to be vulnerable is directly indicated with your authenticity with yourself. So understanding no one's perfect, understanding that you're not perfect, that you will make mistakes allows you to show up authentically and show up, not shying away from your mistakes, but learning from them, developing them, but being completely honest and authentic, not just with yourself, but with others. Okay. So in order to be vulnerable, you have to one, be vulnerable with yourself first, be emotionally in tuned, love yourself, even those shadow parts that we don't show to everyone else, but really loving all aspects of yourself and not castrating parts off of yourself because they're not acceptable. You know, when we start to only accept part of ourselves, then we're only going to show our best selves to people. We're not going to show the whole picture. But when we love ourselves, our, the good, the bad, and the ugly, we show it all and say, hey, this is what I am. And uh, if you like that, hey, let's do life together. Let's connect. Number five is reflect on your emotions and what actions you should take when you're triggered. Okay, so this deals with a lot of like shadows, sides of ourselves, parts of ourselves that we are not very fond of, right? I would say that what you like about a person is their light, right? The things that like if your friends were to describe you, they're going to give you things like, oh, you're very kind, you're a great listener, you're very empathetic, you work hard. All those things are your light. Those are the things that you develop and show to the world, right? But if you were to do some self inventory of yourself, the very thing that people like about you are also your shadow parts that you don't show to other people, right? So I'll give you an example of this. Most empathetic people are gifted at being emotionally available to others. However, the shadow parts of themselves are they're very closed off and are not vulnerable to other people being emotionally available to them. So our shadows are usually if you do the reflection and the inner work is usually a direct opposite from what our light is. Okay. So start digging in, know what your wounds are, know where your weak spots are so that you can start to work on them. And that when triggers happen or rise, and they will, because again, we spend so much time putting our identity into the things that are pleasing to society and other people that we hide away and we shy away from our shadows 
parts in our shadow self, right? And so they bubble up. They'll be triggered when someone rejects us or when we get exhausted from, you know, overextending ourselves to people. And when we feel like, hey, no one is there for us. So when they are, lean into it, lean into those emotions, don't run away from it. But part of being vulnerable is sitting in that discomfort, sitting in your emotions and making a commitment to understand and heal. Okay. Number six is understand there is power in vulnerability. You know, a lot of us have been weird where we're supposed to just not be emotional. Don't sit in your emotions, be strong. You just got to get over it, get through it. And we look at being vulnerable as weak, but being able to master your emotions, being able to control the intensity of your emotions and really process them, not hide them, not push them under the rug and forget that you're human or forget that you have emotions, but lean into it, process it. It is very powerful because our emotions are information. It is telling us where we need to heal, what we need to process so that we can move on. Number seven, practice being honest and authentic always, right? And that's just with anything. That's just being honest and authentic when you're confronted about a a difficult situation and you have to take a stand that is authentic to you. That is not just going to be telling someone what they want to hear or just being nice so you don't hurt anybody's feelings, but be authentic honest and authentic in every sense of the word, whether you can get away with something, let's say on your taxes, you know, being honest and authentic, like live a life with integrity. Okay. Because if this is a core value of you, you're going to constantly show up honest and authentic, and it's going to be easier for you to be vulnerable with other people because you're going to be honest about what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you expect. Number eight, like I said, live with integrity. Okay. Living with integrity is really showing up consistently, being in alignment with your values and not taking uh, shortcuts and not being dishonest in the way you deal with people, but really sitting in your own code, (laughs) Having a code of ethics for yourself, you know, a code of how you show up, which is authentic to the things that are important to you. Not saying I'm a family man, but I don't like spending time with my family or, you know, telling other people I'm a family man. But then when you get come home, you're cruel, harsh, critical to your family. Not saying that, you know, I am a good friend and then, you know, talking about my friends or allowing other people to disrespect my friend. Not saying that I'm loyal and the moment, you know, someone comes along that I'm attracted to, I'm going to go over here and have fun with them um, and be dishonest. So living with integrity. Number nine. Share your emotions with someone you trust and do that often, right? Be able to verbalize your emotions. Oh, I feel happy or this makes me so happy or how are you doing today? I'm, I don't know. I'm feeling meh. I don't know what that means, but I often tell my friends I feel meh. Sometimes it's like so, so, eh, I don't know. But being 
authentic, sharing that, practice sharing your emotions, practice allowing other people inside your world, inside your internal world so that they can understand and have a sense of the things that make you happy, the things that make you sad, angry, things of that nature. But get into the habit of just sharing. Number 10 is tell others what you think and feel honestly with love and compassion. Now, this is a art and science because some people think, oh, I'm gonna keep it 100 and they're being just critical and harsh and creating wounds. That's not what being vulnerable is. That's actually the opposite of being vulnerable. So always show up in love and compassion, right? And when you tell people what you think and feel, you also have to take into consideration how that information will be received. You can say the same thing, but if you say it differently, if you say it out of love and compassion, then it shows care and concern while also conveying your truth. But If you come from a place of pride and ego, it's, well, I don't give a damn how you feel. I'm going to say what I need to say and oh, well, and that two different intentions. One intention is very selfish and will cut you off from having a connection because people going to hear what you said, the energy that you don't want a relationship versus I'm showing up in love and compassion. Yes, what you said or did hurt me. And this is why there's an opportunity to connect versus the other one where there's closed off and I'm only thinking about me and that's how I'm going to approach and that's what I communicate and express. So in conclusion, being vulnerable is scary. You know, we're not sure of how people will manage us or handle us, but we can trust in ourselves because before we can be vulnerable with anyone else, we first have to be vulnerable with ourselves and we first have to trust ourselves and trust our decision-making to decide who we can be vulnerable with and what relationships we might want to set healthier boundaries with. So there is a risk of being vulnerable, which is why you should be very cautious and allow people to show you that they can be trusted. But having that discernment is key. Being vulnerable with people that you want to invite into your inner circle, into your inner world, because vulnerability is necessary if you want to have fulfilling relationships. If you want to deepen connections, being vulnerable is a risk, but choose wisely the people you are willing to take that risk with and make sure they are worth that investment. All right, Rise Tribe, that's all I have for you today. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. 
nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.